Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. Romans 12. We're going to look at some things here that are, that are very important, okay? Romans 12 and um, verse number 5. So we being many are one body in Christ. What? Many members, many parts of the body. We are one in Christ, even though it's just like your body has many members, but it's still one. That's the way the body of Christ is. We can't say to one or the other, we don't need you, I don't need you. We all need each other. Because without it, there, there are problems in the body. Amen? Just like if you're missing a part of your body or it's afflicted a part of your body, then it causes the whole body to have problems. It says, having then gifts differing. See, we have different gifts. Everybody is not the same. Have you ever met anybody and, and they think everybody's supposed to be like them? They think everybody's supposed to wear their hair the way they do, dress the same way that they dress, talk the same way. But, but you know, that God is not in to that kind of thing. He's not in uh, uh, to us trying to be like someone else. He wants us to be who He has created us to be. And He's created us to serve. He's created us to use our gifts and walk worthy of the job that we have in Christ according to the calling that we have upon our life. So we have gifts that are different. And that's good. Different is good. Now we're going to meet people who are similar to us and maybe have the same gifting. But you know what? It's so amazing that even people that have the same gifting that I have they get about it so differently. That's the beauty of it. If you have a gift this morning, that is a wonderful thing, and you need to be very thankful for it. But you know, when you meet someone else who has the same gift, they won't get about it at the same way that you do most likely. It's going to be offered in a different way. And see, we can't say, well, that's not right because it's not like me. No, it is right. It's just their gifting. Having then gifts differing, According to the grace, see, God gives grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of our faith, of ministry, let us wait on our ministering, or he that teaches on teaching, or he that exhorteth on exhortation, he that gives, let him do it with simplicity, he that rules with diligence, and he that shows mercy with cheerfulness. Now, what I'm going to do, I read all of that because we're going to go down through there. You know, some people call this the seven motivational gifts. That's what they call this. Uh, I don't know, but, but it sounds, it sounds right to me. We'll, these things will motivate you, uh, into serving and, and, and maybe color the way that you serve. And so these are gifts that God puts in the body, okay? And I want us to, I'm going to just dissect this apart and we are going to look at this. Now let's look at prophecy, okay? When you look at prophecy, this is not a message that's brought forth in church from the Lord. That's not what this is. This gift of prophecy here, now listen to this, it's a gift that doesn't tear people down, but it views everything in the light of God's standards. 
everything to the people that have prophecy as their motivation is black or white. And we don't understand when people live in the gray area. But you know, there are some people that are not black and white people. And some people use this gift. I have the gift of prophecy. You need to do what I tell you to do. I see this about you. See, the gift, this gift, this motivational gift of prophecy does not tear people down, but it's able to discern and see good and evil. I've been around people that really excel in this gift, and I'm telling you, it can be amazing how they can see things, and you'll think, man, I wish I saw that. You know, and I, I, I think I'm, you know, discerning. But, you know, the people that really operate in that, they can just cut through everything and see it and separate it. And then evil, good. But you see, they use that gift to help people not to condemn people and not to go around finding fault with people. So everybody understand that up front. Okay, I think that's important. Well, I have the gift of prophecy. I discern and I know this about you. That's not what God's saying at all. And so that's immaturity speaking when you hear that. Okay. All right. Then as we look um, at the prophecy still, it's talking about they can identify again the good and evil and be able to discern and have great insight into what motivates other people's actions. I've been around people that have this gift of prophecy. And they had, you know, they were able to see to the heart of the matter in something that was going on that was not real clear. I mean, it wasn't real clear, and they can see into the heart of things. See, that's a gift that God gives. And again, it isn't to hurt, but to help and give insight into helping people. Amen? Now, what areas in this local church would it be good to function in this gift of prophecy? It could be head coach or coach. could be the prayer ministry. could be the people that help us around the altar. You know, and, and, and that's not an inclusive. That's just off the top of my head. Okay, those are people that might be good in, in that uh, gift working and serving in, in the church. The second area uh, that he talks about here is ministry. Now, if you read it in the King James, it might be a little cloudy. Are y'all listening to me this morning? If you don't, we're going to get up and sing Father Abraham or do something. I don't know. All right. But ministry is really talking about serving. And when we talk about serving, it recognizes an unmet need in the church family, takes initiative to provide practical assistance quickly, and listen to this, cheerfully, without need of recognition. Now, that's really important because some people who serve, it's really important to them that they get recognition. Now, all of us should be appreciated you know, and, and nobody likes to be taken for granted. But, you know, you can't go around all the time patting everybody on the back. Well, this person who serves doesn't do it for recognition. And they don't care. They're, they're going to meet the needs that they see. They're not going to wait for someone to tell them. They're going to meet it. And see, that's a gift. You can't make that. 
happen, and I can't make that happen. That's a gift that wants to, to meet the unmet needs of people. That's a gift given by God, and God wants us to use that gift because it's important to the body. All of these gifts are important. You can't see, say, well, we need prophecy more than serving. No, you can't say that. You need every one of them set in the body as it please God. Amen? All right. And so we see there that ministry or serving is a different gift, and we know what it is supposed to, uh, to do in the church. The third thing is teaching. Well, you know, you say, well, that's real uh, uh, self-explanatory. That's real simple and easy. But this word teaching means to educate. It needs, means to explain, to teach, to apply, and to equip and train others. Now, I tell you what, I know Eddie King has that gift. You know, there'll be times where, you know, I ask him about something on the car. And so he's going to educate me. (laughs) And he's going to explain things to me. And he goes, you know, he tells me what it is. And then he goes into telling me this and that. And then I get this blank look on my face. And he said, you're not listening to me, are you? And I said, no, I just want to know this. But he wants to to educate me and explain to me about these cars. And I tell him when he starts doing that, I said, you're speaking in car tongues and I don't have the interpretation. (laughs) So, but a person, a person who uh, has this gift for teaching, they, they love to do that. They, you know, and see, you know, you can be in the children's ministry and teach our little ones, or you can be in so many different areas, youth and singles and uh, college. There's so many different where you can teach. And that doesn't mean that you stand up and do the lesson, lesson, but it means that you contribute to the education and training and explaining things. You know, it doesn't mean that you have to be the main. Well, if I've got teaching then I'm going to stand up there on Sunday morning. No, that's not what it's saying. And we've taken it way out of context there. Teaching flows through the body. And everybody is not going to stand here nor stand in, in the children's ministry or, 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 or in other places. But we can use that gift of teaching to help people, help our, our kids and, and help one another. Amen? So that's very important. Now... Um, when we talk about the, the fourth gift that God talks about here, motivational gift, it's exhorting. Well, again, we may not know what that is, but this is a gift of encouragement. Encouraging others to apply and act on biblical principles. Now, you know, I took a, 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 a gift test years ago. And that was real high on my list was encouragement because I want to take somebody that's facing a problem and I want to take them through biblical ways and get answers and solutions in their life and encourage them and help them to see that, you know, that they're going to make it, that they're going to get by. But see, that's a gift that God's placed on the inside of me. I don't have to try to do that. It's just there. And so see, use it. 
in the body to help God's people. Amen. You can use it outside of the church, obviously, but inside of the church is where God wants you to use it for sure. If you were an encourager, where would you think in ministry here that you could be used? You could be used in the prayer ministry. You could be used as a caregiver. You could be used in leadership. See, you know, none of these areas are restricted, though. I'm just giving you a few ideas. Amen? But we need encouragement in the body of Christ. Now, let's look at giving. This is the fifth gift, motivational gift that's talked about here in in Romans 12. This giving is contributing beyond the tithe or the 10%. See, the 10% is for all of us. But there's some people that have this gift of giving money or resources. And they have an ability to earn and manage money to support the ministry of others. God has given people. And, and you know, there are people that are sitting here this morning. And when you hear this, you know that that's you. Because God has placed that gift in you to be able uh, 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 and given you the ability to earn and manage money. It's a gift given by God. That's a special gift, isn't it? All right. Then we get down to the sixth motivational gift. And it is on ruling. Boy, that sounds like a hard, harsh word, doesn't it? Rule with an iron fist. Well, see, that is so different than what God has in mind. It's unfortunate that it even uses that word there because God's leadership is not hard and harsh. God's leadership is tempered with compassion and wisdom and insight and love. Did you know that? But this ruling... now. It would it'd be great for a pastor to have this gift. If he doesn't, he's got to have lots of people to come around him to help because there'd be voids for sure. But this, uh, when we talk about ruling or leadership, it's needed all across the board in our local churches, you know, and it, it really has to do with administration. It has to do with organizing. It has to do with leadership, authority, And putting things in order. Have you ever seen someone who could take something that is so out of order? And, you know, it's like a puzzle. You know what I'm saying? And people can just put that puzzle together. Well, people that have this gift of leadership and organizing, administration, and that kind of thing, they can take that mess and they can just begin to pull it in order, put it in order. So, see, that's needed all across the board in in leadership, uh, in the church, you know, in head coaches, coaches, teachers, whatever. You know, these are this is a gift that's important. But now, one thing I have found, a lot of people don't have that. And, you know, if our expectations are, well, if they're leading a ministry, they ought to have this gift. No. You know what I found? If they're leading a ministry and they can't put things in order and they're not good administratively, then you know what I do? I tell them, you find a person to help you do this. And see, that's not an indictment. That's gifts differing and the body is many members but one. That's what that's all about. So we don't need to, you know, and, and nobody, you know, that, uh, that uh, serves here in the church that works with me in leadership, they don't say, no, I don't want that. You know what that? Yes, bring them in. You know, I need that. 
I see that. See, we need to see our own strengths and we need to realize what they are. But at the same time, we need to realize what our weaknesses are and shore up the weaknesses. Then the seventh gift is showing mercy. Everybody say showing mercy. Now, this person who shows mercy and has this gift, they have an ability to detect hurt and pain in people. And they empathize with those who are suffering. And they provide compassionate help. And you know what? They provide it, again, cheerfully. Well... I have this gift of mercy, and I guess I have to go over here and help them. No, if that's your attitude, you just stay away. <laughs> well, you know I'm, what I'm saying is true, but, but you know what, too? In the church, all these gifts are important. But let me tell you, if you have one gift, and that's your gift, you can't think that everybody else is going to think that your gift is most important. Well, I have the gift of leadership. And everybody get out of my way because I'm going to get this mess in order. Well, you better have some wisdom and temper what you do with uh, that wisdom. Because you'll get everybody upset and up in the air. Well, I've got this gift of mercy. And everybody, you drop what you're doing and you get over here and we're going to minister to them. No. You've got the mercy. You minister to them. And if you find a few people to help you, then do it. But don't expect that everybody is going to do what you're supposed to do. You see, people get upset and mad in church when a pastor doesn't do everything the way they think he ought to do it, when they say do it, and the way they say do it. Well, it doesn't take long to be around here to find out We can't do that. And not only can't we, we won't do it that way. Because we've been called by God to minister to the body, and that's what we try to do. And that doesn't mean, you know, when you're in a local church, does that mean that everybody's need every 100% of the time? No, we're striving to be better and better, but it takes everybody working together, bringing their different and several abilities together to accomplish it. Amen? What kind of person or area of ministry would be good in showing mercy? It might be caregivers, and it could be the prayer department. Uh, It could be the missions team, you know, local missions and and other, uh, you know, going to the world kind of missions to show God's mercy. Now, very quickly, and I'm winding it up here. If you listen real good, I'm going to go real fast, okay? I've only got four more gifts, and they're not in this Romans 12. These are outside of that. And see, what I'm giving you is not an all-encompassing list. There's, there's more, but I'm just giving some to you this morning to help you see and understand maybe what's going on in your own life or the life of someone else you know here in the church. Other gifts are um, found in Ephesians 4, and that's the five-fold ministry gift. We're not going to spend a lot of time uh, talking about that. The apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, you know, evangelist, you know, uh, those are giftings. And they, everybody's different. Don't you know that every pastor doesn't pastor their church the same way? Every evangelist doesn't evangelize the same way. Every apostle doesn't go start churches and do all the same way. 
See, the fivefold ministry, God gave the fivefold ministry. Do you know why He gave the fivefold ministry? To help the body mature and develop to do the work of ministry. You see, if a pastor does all the work of ministry, he will die, go to heaven early, and his church, the people, the congregation, will be clueless. But see what what we're to do is to train the body to do the work of ministry, show you, explain to you, um, you know, give you the word of God, encourage you, give you opportunities, and then it's up to the body. And and see, then you know what happens when when the fivefold ministry does their part in empowering the congregation, and the congregation does their part in serving. Guess what happens? We grow up. We get mature. And that's a great thing. The ninth gift I want to talk about here this morning is hospitality. Did you know that there's a gift of hospitality? Now, does that leave out that we're to be friendly and warm and welcoming? Every one of us know. See, any of the things I'm saying, you're to have mercy. That may not be your gift, but you're to have mercy. You understand? So I'm talking about people that have exceptional deposits of these things in their life. Hospitality is the one that makes other, others feel warmly welcomed and accepted and comfortable in their church family. And it's important to use that gift in the body of Christ. Amen? All right. The uh, tenth gift that I want to bring before you is that of music and create creativity. That would be our creative arts. And it's music and singing and um, doing solos and doing praise and worship and all those kinds of things. It can be skits. It can be videos like we saw this morning. It can be all of that. It's creative. Do you know that that's in the Old Testament? Those people, God directly gave those people gifts and they were to use them in the temple for the Lord. And so people that have those gifts, God expects you to use them for Him. Eleventh gift is arts and crafts. Whoa. Arts and crafts. Did you know that you could use that for the Lord? Decorating, you know, working on the interior, exterior, doing all those kinds of things. Did you know that that's important? And in, uh, I think it's Exodus 31, there were people that were skilled in those areas that were needed. And see, they're still needed today. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora.